the father of spirits he's training our spirits he's training our manners so we will stop losing we will start winning hallelujah hmm? we cannot preach about Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego how they didn't bow down and they said the king we will not be careful to answer you in this man if our God be able to deliver us fine but if he be not able, hallelujah, I'm still not going this way. And Jesus left the throne and showed up in the fire. We are inviting him to show up in every fire this week. Come on, 2 Corinthians. All right. So we have in verse 13, we have in the same spirit of faith. That's what I was talking about. And that song popped. Instead of murmuring and complaining, and hallelujah comes out. That's when you know you have crossed over. You left the land of the flesh into the realm of glory. No matter what happens, faith comes out. Yeah. Glory. Watch. Look at what he said. We have in the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believed. And therefore, have I spoken. We also believe. And therefore, we're not just talking. We're saying what we believe. Amen. I told you I can stand anywhere on this earth before anybody and declare that God is faithful. Without fear of any contradiction. I don't care you talk about. I told you one of my friends, all his four children drowned in one day. He served God anyway. And God came to him and said now, because of this, I will give you a hundred angels to follow you around for the rest of your life. You say anything, it will be done. He will come into a meeting and say, I don't need to pray. He will tell you all the people that will be healed. And they will be healed immediately. You don't know what an hallelujah can get for you. Instead of murmuring and complaining. The spirit of faith. You believe. You're not talking. You believe. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You believe. And you say it. 
Hallelujah. Listen to this. What do we believe? What do we know? He said, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus. He said, that's what we know. That the Father that raised up Jesus from the dead will raise me up by Jesus. I don't care what Satan got on me. That's resurrection. I'm coming out of this. He will raise me up. The church walks around in depression. Talking faith only when they're feeling good. That's not faith. That's feeling good. What I'm saying now is what I say in the face of any trial. Every battle I have faced. Every disappointment. (laughs) That's why I can have cancer. Nobody prayed for me. I got the diagnosis. And I went back into the prayer meeting with the leaders. And carried on. Like nothing happened. God healed me with no medicine. No chemotherapy. Nothing. Hallelujah. You've seen me have COVID, Delta, the one that's killing everybody. By the time I got to the hospital, they had to carry me. And I went in and came back to church. I didn't miss one Sunday. (laughs) Glory to God. Paul says, we know what we are talking about. We believe. We are saying it. Why are we saying it? We know that the Father that raised Jesus from the dead, he will also raise us up by Jesus. How many of you know that this morning? You need to get up. Isn't that what they kept prophesying to you last Sunday? Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. Watch. He shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things. Mm-hmm. See, the moment you receive this, that's when you are transformed. All murmuring leaves you. No secret chambers of unbelief. All things are for my sake. Why will this man lose four children? And instead of turning against God and speaking blasphemy, he gets a hundred angels. Following him around. And he's doing incredible things. In Nigeria. Where. At 6 p.m. You better be home. I've seen him leave my house at 1 a.m. 
with no police, no gun, nothing. He didn't go, he didn't go next door, maybe from the village to the state capital. He was going to three states away. Uyo. Hey. He probably got there at three or four in the morning. Who will stop him? It's like what happened to Arthur Blessed, the man carrying the cross around the world. And he was in San Salvador. And those terrorists came to his trailer and dragged him out and said they were going to shoot him to death. He said, okay, before you shoot me, let me get something. And he reached in and grabbed the Bible. And grabbed the Bible and was coming to stand for them to shoot him. And there was nobody. He said when he was picking up the Bible, he heard bare knuckle. Boom! It's like the angels of God came out. Boom! Boom! And they ran. These are Bible day miracles. And they ran in terror. They didn't have sense enough to keep their gun. Eh? Angels can throw punches. <laughs> boom! 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 But God won't send an angel if you're faking. But if you stick your head, neck out for him, you're going around the world drinking dirty water, carrying the cross. How would he let some demon-possessed young man shoot you to death? Impossible! Things are for your sake. Have you believed that yet? That's when everything will change, I'm telling you. That's why I got a shout. If I go and dwell in the loneliness of 17 years, at one point, they see me now take, you know, Tylenol or different things. I just throw it in my mouth, and I see people that don't know how to take medicine, and they're going through, huh? And you pour all this water. I just throw it in my mouth. I was taking 21 tablets three times a day. Hey. And I came out with a shout. Hey. Woo. I don't know what day this is. But I am so full. That's why the stadium crusades are coming. Yeah. <laughs> and God said, no, there will not be any preaching. It will be glory. I will show the nations that Jesus Christ is Lord. He <laughs> said, you lift your hands and a hundred thousand people will go down under the glory. All things Amen. are for your sake. Amen. Watch. The moment you receive it, something supernatural happens. He says that the abundant grace. Hey. 
limitless grace will show up in your life. It is one thing to shout, but it's another when your testimony makes a man shout. He said that the abundant grace through the thanksgiving of many may redound to the glory of God. While we look not at the things which are seen. See, when you have your eyes stuck on what you've gone through, you miss all the glory. That's why people don't experience glory from pain. You are so bitter about what you've gone through. You can't convert it. Uh, I'm not shouting just for shouting's sake. I told you it's not vocal cords. It's in the gut. It pops out. You can't help yourself. Huh? Woo! <laughs> it happens anywhere, any place. I told you that one of my brothers came to counsel me. He said, Chica, why are you doing this to yourself? I said, what? He said, why are you telling your years of weakness or, and when you were flunking out? And, he said, that don't look good. I said, eh, really? <laughs> I said, don't worry. I don't care who I look good to and who I don't look good to. I know who brought me over. That's where my shout came from. <laughs> huh? How are you going to go from flunking out and ride at first class? And now you want to act like you've been smart all your life. No, Jesus made me smart. He gave me a photographic memory. How are you going to start math with calculus? I started math on the top. With no science, I went into flight school and dealing with physics, high physics, aerodynamics. Somebody was making us that they are smart. I said, shut up. If you are smart, you wouldn't even say it. I said, I'll give you one equation on hydroplaning. Your brain will be screwed. How am I going to come from nowhere to that? And I can keep quiet. No, somebody ought to be saying, when I remember Apostle, I start shouting. <laughs> I start praising. I start magnifying. He said, now, but you must look away from what you see. And look at what you don't see. That's how you turn difficult things into glory. You discount them. Amen. I saw the mystery in Philippians 3. Paul was talking about everything he had gone through. He said, but I counted all but dung. And the Holy Spirit said, see that? That's the difference between him and you guys. You go through something, you start magnifying it. You don't know what I've been through. You are justifying negative attitudes. You are acting crazy. Paul said, everything I've lost, I counted but dung. That the excellency of the power. Ooh. That's how you turn pain into glory. Disappointments into glory. 
You minimize it. You look away from it. And keep your eyes on Jesus. Who left heaven and suffered the ultimate humiliation to become the king of kings and the Lord. He said, I come looking for sons of God. Not church folks. Not religious folks. Sons. He says, in bringing many sons unto glory, he made the captain of our salvation perfect through sufferings. Not through the endowments of grace. Not through the anointing. But through sufferings. What are you talking about? That's glory etiquette. Let me read it to you. It says, For all things, verse 15, are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Isn't that what I talked about last Sunday? How we're getting younger on the inside. I told you that's why I can't get with ARP. I said, this don't fit me. I don't, I don't want to start thinking like this. Let them keep their discounts. I got money. I'm blessed. But I don't want that in my mind. I'm young. I'm still getting started. Mm. I saw a pastor in his 30s go with Lester Sumrall, who was in his 80s. And they went to China for three weeks. And Rob Pastor said that when they finished, he was so tired, he was running to get back to Columbus, Ohio. And Lester Sumrall was looking at him. My Lord, you generation of weaklings. So Rod Parsley is running back to get back to Ohio. And uh, uh, Lester Summer went on to Hong Kong for another series of meetings. He carried on. And the young man is going, <laughs> Watch. For which cause we faint not, but though our what man perish, Yet, the inward man is renewed day by day. This is a happening every day. Every day. Watch. For a light affliction. There goes another one. Because when somebody tells you your stuff is light, you get mad. You said they're trying to make light of it. But God says, it is light. Remember my message, Bible study I did, I don't know, it was two years ago, making mountains. Out of more hills. He says, a light affliction. He says, which is but for a moment. Then why is it lasting so long? The same reason 40 days became 40 years. You're murmuring. You're complaining. They can't get your attitude trained. But he said, he worked for us. A far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. You notice your affliction is supposed to produce glory. He says, 
It is supposed to produce glory. It's working glory for you. I think it was years ago, I was telling people that I didn't have cars. I said, what are you waiting on? I said, get on matter. Start winning souls. I said, even the devil will buy you a car to get rid of you. Start winning souls. You get a mother, and you're, you're getting people saved, and you're praying for people. No, they will buy a car and deliver to get rid of you. But how does glory convert from these challenges you and I face? Look at what he says. While we look not at the things which are seen. You notice? All your life, that's what you've done. You keep focusing on what you've seen. What happened? What didn't happen? Who did what? Who didn't do what? And they snatch all the glory that could have come out of your pain. And you come out empty-handed. And all you know is your suffering. But no shout. I was watching the video, and I saw a couple. They were holding hands and dancing here and shouting, just thundering. The text I got from the wife, the things that happened this week, I said, look at If they will stop fighting and start shouting every day, what happened this week? She said, all of a sudden, a random phone call, got $20,000 popped out, and then she got you know, a director job from nowhere. Why we look not at the things which are seen? Get your eyes off the wrong thing. So for the things which are seen are temporal or temporary. And the things which are not seen are eternal. I ask the Lord. Well, we get eyes. And we are accustomed to focusing on things. So if you tell me not to look at what I see, then what should I be looking at? Even before I got the question out, he screamed it at me. My promises. That's what is not seen. You keep your eyes on what I said. You ignore what the devil is doing. And say, you focus on what I said. Beloved, this is wonderful, wonderful testimony of the grace and the glory of God upon this house. Some of you have visited and the enemy orchestrated something to throw you off. You should have persevered. I am telling you, not because I'm pastor in this place. This is your place of glory, your place of deliverance. Your place of getting back what Satan has stolen. Your place of defeating the generational curses and the confusion raging in your family. It's the grace and the glory of God. Testifying God's power and God's goodness. Call today 770 Call for your own breakthrough. Call for a prayer of agreement. Pray for your own sons and daughters and aunts and uncles and relatives 
that need resurrection. <clears throat> Those of you who have been going to church for years, you, you <laughs> like the guy that told me, I'm doctrinally pure, but yet you have no results. The glory of God, his face is hidden from you. Resurrection is calling you. This is our time for supernatural acceleration. This is a time where God has determined what shall be. And no matter what Satan is throwing against it, it will not stand. Come on, get in on the ark for safety and deliverance. Amen, in Jesus' name. That's what we're celebrating come November the 17th. Hallelujah. At 7 p.m., we started having services November 17, 21 years ago. It falls on a Friday this year. We have a praise celebration night. Come on, join us. Bring out your family. Let's have a great time in the Lord. Even if you don't want to come on Sunday, come Friday night and experience resurrection, glory, and power. Amen. Of course, the celebration will continue that Sunday, the 19th <clears throat> at 10 a.m. Because we worship God, celebrate, the choir will minister, you know, the dancers will minister, I will preach. And then we'll go over to our own in-house banquet hall and have a great sumptuous dinner in celebration of the Lord our God. It's always a wonderful time. The decoration is amazing. You will be blessed. You will be blessed indeed. And one of the cardinal things God gave us that produces miracles in our lives is that once a year, every family on Thanksgiving comes before the Lord with an offering to thank God for your year, for answered prayers, for the, the deliverance God has given you from the hand of the enemy. Hallelujah. And you worship and honor God at the altar. If you keep these covenants, things will change. If you keep these covenants and your offerings are accurate, God will respond. But they, when they're not accurate, you go through your religious exercise, he doesn't respond. Are you hearing me? Learn these things. Your life will not remain the same. 10 a.m. until. That's on Thanksgiving, Thursday, the 23rd. 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Yes. Is the celebration is 10 a.m. until until. This one, we keep it to two hours because we know that you have to go home and, and have your Thanksgiving dinner and celebrate with the family. So two hours. We have a brief thing, and then we come family by family to celebrate God. It will change your life forever. Do it this year. Don't let it pass you by in Jesus' name. I pray by faith that the God of resurrection will touch you this morning in your homes. And touch you now where your body is hurting. Hallelujah. I just saw a, it's like a groin. There's a pain in the groin area. In the name of Jesus, I decree your healing now. That the God that showed me that is removing that pain. Call and give a testimony. Tell the prayer minister that it was you that I just saw. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive it. Amen. And amen. Glory to God. Ooh, I love the presence of God this week on this program. May He bless you. We'll be looking forward to you celebrating with us. Thank you for standing with the voice of resurrection. We love you. God bless you. See you tomorrow. <laughs>